timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN and the Spiders Sports Network. Rosemer is under center. He does take the snap. He hands to Lobby. The Spiders drop him shy of the first down. They stuffed him at the 16-yard line. The Spiders are going to have the ball in the New Hampshire red zone. Can't beat that big-time defense stepping up and making a play. Shirt senior defensive back Tyreek Funderburk, who's our guest today on Behind the Web, live here at Glory Days Grill out here in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center. And we talked about that play extensively with Coach Usman in the first segment. So take us through it from a player's perspective, Tyreek. And as I mentioned, Tristan Wheeler let us in on kind of the emotion of that play, that the defense really took it as a challenge at that point in the game, at that part of the field for them to go for it. What was kind of your thought process and, and your perspective? Yeah, definitely. Uh, thought process there was just finishing a game. Um, one thing we talked about coming into the season was just how we finished games. Um, last year, we didn't really do that very well. Um, but at that point, we had to fight through fatigue. I mean, a lot of us were fatigued out there. We only played 58 plays, and it felt like I played 80. <laughs> but uh, at that point, I'm like, hey, I got to do what I got to do, do what I'm coached to do, just get this ball down and so we can secure this win. Um, on that play, on, on the fourth down play, mm -hmm. where they went for it, surprisingly enough, in the second quarter, I think we had said, mm -hmm. and you guys stopped them. Was the thought process there, make sure nobody jumps offside oh, that's yeah. creeping up to the line of scrimmage, and then how surprised were you they actually did snap the ball? Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing we also talked about coming into that game you know, was the hard counts that they do. Um, they draw a lot of people offsides. We've seen that on film. And we just say, hey, you know, make sure your eyes are on the football. And obviously, um, Bryson came up with that huge stop mm -hmm. there. It gave us some momentum, some life right there um, to keep on going. What was that first half like? As we talked about with, with Coach, I mean, literally they didn't even have a first down until ill-fated end of the first half. Yeah. But literally, as I said, for 29 minutes and 45 seconds right. of a first half, you didn't even give them a first down. Right. Yeah, it was – I mean, I wouldn't say surprising, but uh, – we came in, we said, hey, we got to get off the field on third down. And we did that each and every uh, series, um, come off the field. Had some big plays by Xavier the first few plays of the game. Uh, had some one-on-one -on -one situations with our corners and safeties. Mm -hmm. Made big plays. Um, but it was fun, though, just having our defense step up that way. I think that was the best we played in the first half of football mm -hmm. all season thus far. Um, what was kind of the mindset or emotion in the locker room at half at halftime? They throw the Hail Mary. They get that. Um, it's 24-7, to 7, as we said. You'd still played a dominant first half of football. Yeah, definitely. You never get too high or too low, no matter how well you are doing throughout the course of the game. But obviously, that play gave them some life. And I knew they weren't going to quit. Obviously, our coaches knew that. Us as players knew that. And they came out and were stomping. Um, obviously, we had to bend together, stay tight-knit, and come back and win that game. Russ, that's an interesting point Tyreek just made about never get too high, never get too low. If ever there was a game to challenge that, Saturday might have been it because you get pretty high the way the defense played for, you know, as I said, the majority of that first half, and you could get pretty low off of that last play. What did you see from them in the locker room? Did you have to kind of remind them of, of that kind of philosophy? Yeah, I mean, I knew I had told them, I mean, defensively we're playing great. I mean, they had one first down. Uh you know, we got to continue to play. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't see anything from them that, that said, you know, oh, woe is me type of thing. I mean, they just – they're a pretty even-keeled team all the way through the through the game, through the season, through the, each series. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, I I knew it was going to be a tough game, whether it was twenty four nothing or not. They they were going to you know they were going to try to claw back and not quit New Hampshire, and so either way, uh, we knew it was going to be a, a tough game. The second <clears throat> half, Tyreek is probably where it felt like you played eighty plays instead of fifty four, right? I mean, that was that was really a challenge. Kind of take us through that as it went, you know, back and forth and back and forth and got close, and then our offense got more points. Take us kind of through what happened in the second half. Yeah, like obviously with that first half ending. Like I said, it was going to get some life, uh, come back. It started taking shots. We kind of knew what kind of game plan it was going to be moving forward so that they could get back into the game. But pretty much we just had to stay tight-knit as our defense, and that's kind of one of the themes we live by. Um, Coach Wood preaches it. All of our uh, players, we kind of preach that. And uh, each and every time we went on the sideline, we're like, hey, look, we got to figure out a way to get off the field on third down. Obviously, they made some big plays in the second half. Um, and it did get stressful, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we found a way to stick it through and come out with the win on that. It would seem to me that's a game that begs for an experienced veteran kind of leader on defense. How did you kind of embrace that role? Uh, Aaron, I get Aaron Banks in the same situation. But beyond that, you got some, some young guys in, in your secondary. Yeah, it's frustrating, obviously, giving up plays and you know, letting someone come back into the game. Obviously, New Hampshire is a good team. They're going to keep fighting. But just on the sideline, it's just, hey, like keep going. It's fine. We've got plenty of time left. Um, we've been in this situation before. Let's finish it this time. And let's not you know look back and have any regrets about what happened. Um, and Aaron Banks did a good job. I did. Everyone did. And even the young guys in our secondary, you know, they kept their composure. Um, even the previous week, you know, some things happened. Uh, but we just kept our composure on defense. You know, that's the main thing right there. Russ, what are you seeing back there? I mean, particularly Tyreek and Aaron, they're veteran voices back there. But you got, you know, a lot of young guys with, with Angelo Rankin back there um, and Bryson Parker back there, Trey Tomlinson, uh, true freshman back there. What are you kind of hearing from the voices of the experienced guys like Aaron and Tyreek? Well, I, they're, I mean, they're really good leaders, both of them. They've made plays. And, you know, when you're, when you're out there and you make plays, you know, you got a chance to be a good leader because you can, you know, you, <clears throat> you're doing your job. But I, I think the whole secondary has been really good this year. Uh, I just wish we, you know, when we have opportunities for interceptions, we would get them. Um, you know, we've been – you know, we've been in position all year. Uh, you know, I know Banksy, you know, missed one in this game. Uh, Tyreek's missed a couple in, the, in uh, a couple games ago. And, um, I mean, we got to be an elite defense, you know, now we got to make those plays. We're really good on defense, and these guys are playing great. So I, I don't want to nitpick there, but, um, you know, I, I'd love for them to, to hang on to interceptions and, and do those types of things, and, and that, that'll come. But they, they all made big plays. I mean, all the way across the board, you know, there were some big fourth down stops. We broke up some balls. Um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes – you don't even realize it, but, you know, we may have a side of the field covered really well, and and all of a sudden now we get the sack. Uh, it doesn't show up, but um, they're, they're playing really well, and they play hard, and uh, they're, they're great. They're great guys. Tyreek, what are you seeing from those guys in front of you? I think the linebackers, you kind of knew what you were getting with Tristan Wheeler and Phil O'Connor and even Xavier Marshall, although great job by him coming back from the injury. And then that defensive line that was like a question mark in August has all of a sudden become an exclamation point in November. Obviously, going into the season, people doubted our D-line. Uh, obviously, losing the veteranship we had last year. I had no doubt in those guys. Um, we had a good fall camp. It all started in spring ball, obviously. But spring ball was good. Summer ball was good. Fall camp was amazing. 
and those guys have done nothing but gotten better each and every week, uh, each and every rep. Had some young guys step up uh, with Zion Bryson. Had his first collegiate game last week. Had his first sack, which is really nice to see. But all five, six of those guys who are rotating in are doing a heck of a job up there um, and helping us out in the back end. That's why we probably look so good. Yeah. So, <laughs> Got to give them the thanks, yes, right? Yep. Right. So how has the confidence kind of grown and built? I know you were a confident bunch going in, but now you've got some stuff on, on tape and on the field to look at and say, you know, if, if we do what our coaches tell us to do, we can be pretty darn good on defense. Yeah, definitely. The confidence is there. It's going to continue to grow as we move throughout the season. Um, but the good thing that we do is just we look at the tape and say, hey, what can we do to even build that more confidence, uh, get the confidence up some more? How can we get better moving forward? So. Uh, let's do a little scouting report on Delaware, and then we'll take a break, and uh, we'll go back and relive at least one of your highlights from this season, a ball you did actually catch for an interception and talk a little about your off-the-field stuff as well. But what about the challenges of this Delaware offense? Nolan Henderson, you know, it's kind of a name we've talked about for several years, but I don't think, Russ, we have seen him, right? Because I think so. he was hurt. <clears throat> I didn't play <clears throat> last year, but obviously he's the offensive player of the week. He accounted for like six touchdowns and their win over Monmouth last week. And then I know Pitts, we have seen him. Uh, he's a terrific wide receiver. Receiver, just a, a quick without obviously telling us too much because I'm sure the Delaware coaches are listening to the show, of course. I'm kidding. Um, what you think of the Delaware offense? Yeah, they got a good offense, uh, very explosive. We got a good quarterback in Nolan. Um, you know, he makes a lot of plays on his feet, uh, mm. pretty much makes their offense work. Um, got a great arm, can run a lot. And on the wide outside, and they got an experienced group. You know, they're all veterans up there with a lot of seniors, juniors. I think they have one sophomore listed right now. Um, but, yeah, really good group of guys. Um, and pretty much, you know, they're going to throw the ball. It's going to be a nice challenge. You know, we're looking forward. I know they're looking forward to it. You know, we just got to compete and go out there and accept that challenge. You have played up there before. It mm -hmm. is a tough place to play. They Definitely. have not lost at home yet this season, although the Spiders have had success up there. Last time we were there, right. thanks in large part to Aaron Dykes right. and two kickoff returns for touchdowns. But, but what about playing in that kind of environment and atmosphere, um, kind of really have that big game feel on Saturday? You know, we kind of don't look at it as like, oh, you know, it's a ranked matchup. It's a big game. Only reason it's a big game is because it's our next game. Um, we look at everything each week as a one and no mentality. It's a one game season. Um, this game isn't no bigger than Stony Brook, Maine, you know, New Hampshire last week. It's just the next game, and that's kind of how we have to approach it. Do you get a little more fired up when you're on the road and there's a big crowd like that and they're they're shouting against you that it kind of kind of brings your adrenaline up a little more? Of course, yeah. It's always going to drive the adrenaline up. Um, it's fun to play against someone who's really good uh, in a big stadium that's going to be packed out. Um, so, yeah, that's just going to get a lot more excitement for us. Uh, just give us some extra juice. We're so. looking forward to that. All right, we're halfway through. Let's take a break. Come back on the other side, talk some more with Spider defensive back Tyreek Funderburk as we continue with Behind the Web live from Glory Days Grill on the home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN. Let's get back to the show. Behind the Web, live from Glory Days in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spiders Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. Second and four, the snap, play action, little out route throw, and that's intercepted by Funderburg at the 30 down the right side, goal line, touchdown, underthrown, Bryden's pass, Funderburg just cut in front of the receiver, and he took off with nothing but green grass and turf in front of him. 
All right, time to reminisce a little bit with Tyreek Funderburk. The pick six took that one to the house. He caught that one. He wasn't going to drop that one. Uh, take us back to that, Tyreek. That's got to be, you know, for a, for a defensive back, for a quarterback, that's got to be like a dream come true when that ball's coming to you, particularly in that situation. Yeah, it was huge. Uh, I mean, that was the first time I've actually had a pick six. Obviously, as a corner, a D-back, you kind of dream of those moments. Um, interceptions don't come your way too often. And you got to take advantage of that opportunity. And I remember, you know, the whole way that happened. And I, as I told you last time we had the press conference, mm-hmm. that uh, I saw what he was doing off the line and just made the play on the football the way I was coached to do. And he caught it, Coach. He caught that one, right? Didn't drop yeah, that one. Yeah, he, he caught another one in that game, too, yeah, right? Too, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that the game yeah. where you actually said he could have had, like, four? Like How many could you have? Could have had five. <laughs> could have had five. five. Yeah. That would have set a record, I'm pretty sure. Without even going to the record book. That would have, yeah. I would think that, that would have been a, a record for the Spiders. What What are you kind of thinking as you're crossing the goal line there? I mean, that's got to oh. be. I mean, I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's the first time I've done it. Um, and I actually do have, you know, kind of a deal with Coach Huseman. He had nine collegiate picks, and I told him I'm going to pass them. So. Huh. We've been talking about that for a few yeah, years. Yeah, for a few years. Yeah. I um, told him, I said, you got to get – you, you got to – what are you at now? I'm at five. Five, I think. Yeah, five now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to pass them at some point. So. All right. Oh, yeah, no that's question. That's a great goal for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I do remember kind of started for you snowballed back there at Elon last year. Uh, in the spring season, I mean, it started because you're a Carolina guy, right? You yeah. got your first two against Elon, yeah. one yeah, at home, one two. away. Yeah. What was that kind of like for a oh, Carolina guy yeah. no. uh, beating the, the Elon Phoenix there? Yeah, it was big. I mean, obviously, that's the home team. Uh, that's our pretty much a good rival of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was important, and it was, felt really good to get my first career pick there. And then obviously do it again the second time we played them. But, yeah, just reliving that, you know, it was awesome to get. And as I said before, those opportunities don't come around too much. Um, and once you get it, you got to take advantage of it. So. All right, so wait a minute. You, you've told us that Tyreek could have had a lot more than he's had. How many more could Russ Huseman have had if they had stayed on your fingertips? Ooh, I dropped one right in the bread basket for a pick six, man. It went poof, right straight on down against Appalachian State a long time ago. Wow, you don't forget that. <laughs> no, huh? I remember that one vividly because I was mad. <laughs> that would have gotten you to double figures. That would have got you ten. Yeah. You said you had nine. That would have gotten you to ten. How about you guys talk about that as, as defensive backs and, and kind of what's that room like after a game where you do have a few – few picks and obviously you got to break it down you got to be studious but i imagine there's a little bit of chatter about that sort of thing yeah i mean obviously as d-backs we all want interceptions um but at the end of the day it comes down to doing your job doing it the way your coach should do and uh, we believe that if you do that the plays are going to come to you and once they come you just got to catch the ball like ab uh, banks he dropped on saturday can't drop those i've dropped a few this year a couple other guys have dropped a few but we can't drop the ball uh, it's as simple <laughs> as that just got to make it we have the opportunity uh, what's that room like, Tyreek, with, uh, as, as we talked about in the last segment? You got, you got some veteran guys like yourself and Aaron, but some young guys. Um, just talk a little bit about that, and not only the cornerbacks, but the yeah. whole defensive secondary. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be led by you know, older guys like me and Aaron. We've been here in the program. This is year five for us. Mm-hmm. But then guys like Angelo, Trey, um, Bryson, you know, we've got Amir here, Chance, and all those guys. I mean, it's just a fun room. We've uh, banded together. You know, a lot of the work was put in in the spring. A lot of off-the-field time just hanging out, trying to get to know each other you know, outside of football. And I think that chemistry is what's helped us uh, have some success this year. Coach has talked about this a little bit. Was this summer a little bit different for you guys in how much time you spent together, the number of guys that were here? It seemed like there's been a decent amount of talk about how much actually got accomplished in the summertime. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like the summertime, you don't have a whole lot of time. Camp is only three weeks long. 
then you got to play your first game. So if you're not there in the summer, you know, getting in your best shape, it's going to be kind of hard to catch up once you are back, you know, because I, mean, I can speak for myself. If I'm at home training, it's not going to be the same mm-hmm. as if I'm here with Coach Brinks and the training staff and my coaches. Uh, but, yeah, this summer was huge. You know, a lot of people here this year um, just getting extra work, watching film, getting field work with each other, uh, just building that chemistry so we're ready for this year. Uh, last year, I guess it was Angelo Rankin and Bryson Parker who played as true freshmen, right? Mm-hmm. This year, it's Trey Tomlinson. Yep. Uh, what have you seen in Trey, and how do you kind of help him along a little bit as he's, yeah. you know, baptism by fire here because mm-hmm. he's playing week in yeah. and week out, playing great. Yeah, he's playing really well. Um, young guy, and he's really quiet. Um, I know he was nervous the first time he got in there. But we just calmed his nerves, you know, gave him some encouragement and said, hey, you'll be fine. And uh, we love how he uh, kind of accepted that challenge. And every time he's in the game, it's a big down. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. It's a critical down. And he's done a really good job. Um, and we're proud of him. You know, all he can do from here on out is just get better. So I'm excited to see what he can do in the next few years. How do you think he's done, Coach? And I know one of the things that he brings, obviously, is his great quickness and great speed back there, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point by uh, Tyreek. Every time he's in the game, it's a big, it's a big down, and I, you know, you don't even. Most of the time, you don't even think about that. So he's coming in. It's third down. We got to get a stop, and uh, so that's absolutely that's that's good coaching right there, Tyreek. Uh, <laughs> but he he's got a lot of ability. He can run. Um, he's a pretty physical kid, uh, and um, you know he's got great quicks. So he, he's got a he's got a really bright future moving forward. Hey, Tyreek, here's something else the coach talked about uh, yesterday, as it turned out, and that is the camaraderie and chemistry of this team. And I think Coach had pointed out, you know, there's no real finger pointing going on on this team. I guess it's something Coach Wood uh, brought up. You know, if the defense gives up a score, the offense isn't like, oh, why'd you give that one up? Or the defense isn't like, how could you not score? You know, that kind of thing. Um, Just a little bit about, you know, take us inside the facility a little bit here and the chemistry of the entire football team. Yeah, it's the culture that we've set, you know, with our captains. You know, in the offseason, we say, hey, we're going to set these goals. And the, I know Coach Kosh, Coach Wood, they're like, hey, you know, I got your back. You know, he got your back. Um, and same thing with the players. You know, we're going to make each other right. You know, if the offense messes up, we're going to make them right defensively and vice versa. Um, pretty much it's having each other's back, man. Like, there's no finger pointing, as you said. And I think our culture is something different than what I've experienced as, uh, being in five years here. Yeah, so, um, you've had a, a great career here. I know Coach is tongue-in-cheek a little bit here, but is there coaching in your future? I mean, uh, or have you even – how much have you thought about that? I'm not trying to rush you here. We no. still got more football yeah. to play. I haven't thought about it, uh, but I do love football. I love defense. Uh, I love scheme. And I think it's something mm. I could do in the future. Um, I haven't thought about it too much, but we'll see when that time comes, definitely. When you first got here, mm-hmm. did you love scheme? at that point or is that something you got to kind of learn in college that's that's different from high school uh i will say when i got here i actually did love scheme um because in my high school we played a few different coverages that i felt i was best successful in mm-hmm. um and then here just learning different types of schemes that a defense can have coverages man-to-man whatever it may be i'm just learning how to work within those it just kind of made my love fall deeper so yeah. All right, you got another love that I alluded to after uh, uh, one of our segments in the first half of the show before before you came up, and uh, there you were in the Robin Center Monday night playing the playing the drums for the pep band while the Spider basketball team was out there. Uh, you've been doing that for a little while now. Uh, kind of take us through that and how that all happened and, and yeah. your love of music. Yeah. Uh, so actually, my freshman year, um, I just saw the pep band playing. Obviously, we went to the basketball games, and I remember I was one mat drill. Uh, Coach Houston was like, if we win this game, we can get the mat drill canceled. We all went. And I asked the band director, I'm like, hey, I played the drums, and I cannot play next game. 
he let me play and then ever since then I've been playing and uh, pretty much I started at two years old my grandmother got me a drum set and I've just been playing ever since, man. So. <laughs> so wait a minute, Coach. You you put the onus on the basketball team to get them out of a match drill, huh? Yeah, that's what I said. If the basketball team wins this game, then match drill's canceled. And uh, they won, right? And a close one, I think. It was a close one. Yeah, really close. <clears throat> yeah. That was our last match drill. Match drills. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was what would have been number eight of the spring. So, Whoa. Yeah. But uh, so you guys came out there in full force, full throat for the basketball team that night, didn't you? Yeah, we did. They they came out great for them, yeah, Yeah. cheering and uh, going nuts. So how much have you played at at the basketball games? And, and, you know, how do you kind of schedule that around? Like, obviously, you're not going to be there tomorrow night when basketball plays because you'll be up in Delaware. Yeah, uh, typically it's more of an off-season thing. Um, I'll play for them, you know, when I can, when the class permits me to. Um, but obviously, I'm in grad school now, so can't really do it too much because I have a night class. Um, but I do have the opportunity. I'll play, and then I try to practice on different places around Richmond as well. So, uh, What are you studying in grad school? Um, I'm actually getting my MBA, Master's in Business Administration. Nice. So, yep. Yeah. Thumbs up there on that one, huh, Coach? Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good recruiting tool, I would think, that guys can, can do that here and play. Yeah, football. we got two of them in there, right? Us, yep. Yeah. Me and Derek. Yeah. Oh, Ferraro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going well. Yes, sir. Good it's, stuff. It's challenging, but it's fine. All right. So. All right. Well, go get them Saturday, Tyreek. Enjoy the wings, right? Yeah. This has become yeah. a tradition here at Glory Days also, right? Yep. The players come and have wings. The yeah. coach has the burger. Yep, indeed. All right. Well, enjoy the wings. Yes, and thanks, for, thanks for being our of special course. guest. Today. Thanks for having me. Tyreek Funderburg. Uh, Spider defensive back, our guest on Behind the Web this afternoon here at Glory Days Grill. Uh, we'll take some email questions, some uh, text questions, Twitter questions, whatever you got for Coach Usman, and we'll size up those Delaware Blue Hens who the Spiders will be playing Saturday up there in Newark. Final segment of Behind the Web coming up after the break on 106.1 ESPN.